Welcome to My Runner's Mind, where we run with gratitude towards a life of happiness and gratefulness. I'm your host, Stina Turgeon, and I believe that as runners, we're uniquely positioned to choose gratitude over negativity. Running itself is so badass, and each run offers multiple opportunities to turn a potentially negative thought or feeling into a positive one. Tune in as I'll share behind the scenes of what goes into my 12-week program, My Runner's Mind, which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and ought tos in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi friends, runners. Maybe you're dreaming about becoming a runner. Maybe you ask yourself if you're really a runner. Either way, welcome to episode 60. This episode's quote is, Self-image sets the boundary of individual accomplishment by Maxwell Maltz. I think this is a great place to start for today's topic about confidence. What Maltz talked about was that he discovered that people did not outperform the internal image they held of themselves. You've probably seen the quote of a cat looking into a mirror and seeing a lion looking back at him. This would suggest, of course, that the cat has a strong self-concept. Conversely, the lion, I'm putting these in, I'm putting a lion in quotation marks here because we're obviously not talking about big cats. The lion might have a poor self-concept, not believing in its own ability and shying away from challenges. I did a little research for this episode and Psychology Today suggests that self-confidence is important for the following five reasons. One, to more easily calm the internal worry and anxiety. Two, to experience greater accomplishments, which leads to greater motivation. Three, you'll be more resilient. Confidence gives you the skills and coping methods to handle setbacks and failure. Self-confidence doesn't mean that you won't sometimes fail, but you'll know you can handle challenges and not be crippled by them. You'll be more apt to develop a growth mindset instead of a fixed mindset. Confidence gives you stronger relationships because you'll be less focused on yourself When you get out of your own head, you'll be able to genuinely engage with others. And number five, confidence roots in who you really are. You'll be able to accept your weaknesses, knowing they don't change your self-worth. You'll also be able to celebrate your strengths and use them more fully. I think that so often we think confidence is a trait, one you were either born with or not, and one that was instilled early on in childhood, for instance, right? Like she is confident. But in reality, confident or confidence is an attitude we choose to take on. We take on a thinking pattern, a practice of choosing to believe positive statements about ourselves and our abilities. Mahatma Gandhi said, 
A man is but the product of his thoughts. What he thinks, he becomes. End of quote. What we think, we become. Think about that one for a second. Our brain, our brains will find evidence for what we tell it. So often, though, we tell it something negative or limiting about our own ability just because that's how we're raised. That's how society works. And it'll, the brain will then go to work to prove it. It'll drag up past experiences which supports what we're saying, or it'll worry about future incidents. On the other hand, when we tell the brain something positive, it also goes to work finding proof for this. So which one is more worthwhile in the long run? So let me ask you this. Do you believe in yourself as a runner? Do you believe in yourself as a distance runner? Or as a strong runner? Do you believe in yourself as a happy and grateful runner? What about as a runner who, who achieves her goals, her big audacious goals? If not, you can literally reprogram your mind if you notice you're lacking confidence. Show the brain what steps you'll take will help provide a roadmap for the brain to map onto, as well as give it the evidence to how it'll happen. Thereby, you'll kind of plant the seed of belief in your mind. So, to become a marathoner, for instance, you'll follow a training plan. This is what I did to become a marathoner. I followed a training plan five days a week. I listed out how I would do this. I knew which days I would run my runs. And I also knew at what time of day I would run my runs, right? So for you, it could look like you'll list how you'll follow through on this plan. Maybe you'll get up earlier to run before work. Or maybe on some days you'll run afterward, but you'll at least have the plan in your head. You'll schedule some things. Maybe you'll connect with other runners for accountability, either online or in person. This is a big one. You might decide to use positive language surrounding all your running to keep your belief high. This is what I've done consistently. I only think of running in positive language and it keeps my motivation for running high, right? You might choose to use positive affirmations to help support the belief you're building. I'll tell you that for the longest time, even before I became a marathoner, I was using the affirmation, I'm a marathoner, before I'd even run one, right? Because remember Gandhi's quote, what we think we become. Now, I want to tell you that the key to affirmations for them to work is to write them in the present tense. And then internally, you have to identify with this person who's accomplished these things. Because the more you can do this, the more you start acting the part of that person. So the more I identified with being a marathoner, I ended up becoming a marathoner, right? The more I started showing up, I figure that a marathoner, somebody who runs the training runs, that a marathon is really not, truly not only run 
on the actual day. It's all the training runs leading up to it, right? So it doesn't have to be a marathon. That's what you're working for. It can be anything else or something else. But the idea is the same. Dina Castor tells us in her book that she used a belief list during her professional days when her goals came with really high expectations and she used to sometimes wonder if she could even meet them. She says that she would write, for example, a belief like, I believe in my coach. And she would write other positive beliefs to give herself proof that she would reach her goal. So these are also positive affirmations you can connect to daily. I used to run a 25 day challenge group every month for like a year and a half. And I would preach that the best way to become confident, in addition to what I just mentioned, was to also follow through on your own word to yourself. That could look like follow through on your commitment to running, for instance, five times a week. So if that's what you tell yourself, then you choose to show up and you, you make the commitment to show up for what you, the decision you've made, right? Because confidence, what is confidence? Well, confidence is this inner assurance that we gain from trusting in ourselves, right? It's not to be confused with being conceited, right? Conceited is, is something completely different from confidence. Typically, people that are conceited are not necessarily confident. They might have an overinflated sense of something or they're putting on more of a facade because they're actually covering not being confident, I guess, covering over not being confident. So, however, confidence is this inner assurance, right? So just like a flower is not busy comparing itself to another flower in the garden, it just grows on its own terms. Confidence is not built from comparing your runs and your stats to other runners. I think a lot of times though that happens, this comparison. We start looking outside ourselves to other runners and we start to feel very self-conscious. So that's you, stop that right now, runner friend, because you don't need it and it will not help you. Become confident instead by focusing on you and how you show up for yourself. If your training plan calls for a long run, do it, right? Whether it's all running or run walk or whatever it looks like for you, but follow through on the training plan. What matters is that you follow through on your own word. There is no feeling like following through on your own word to yourself. It's a feeling that cannot be given, cannot bestowed, be bestowed upon you by somebody else. It cannot be borrowed. It cannot be bought. It can only be earned from you to you, runner friend. All right. Now, 
tell me how this episode resonates with you. Share it on social media and tag me or connect with me directly. Links to do so will be in the show notes. Self-confidence is an inside job and it's all mindset work. It's a big component of my runner's mind. So come check us out if you'd like to know more about it. Have a fabulous week, my friends. Run happy. So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world. Just one run at a time.